Good morning, truth. Have you ever had God bring something to your remembrance? And that memory was so profound and so full of revelation that it brought you to tears? And then you sit and you ponder, why did God want to recall this now? Well, I just experienced that on yesterday, and I I pondered why God was recalling this 50-year-old incident to my remembrance now. And like I do, I began to ask him, why? And he led me to share this remembrance as a message this morning. Most of you who have been following me for a while know that I grew up the only child of a bishop. And during the summer months, my dad would take our church to the streets. We had Sunday service and Wednesday night Bible study off the church campus in a tent right in the middle of a flourishing neighborhood. One Wednesday evening, I think I was about nine or ten years old, my dad had completed his teaching for the evening and the offering had just been taken when a man walked down the center aisle with the gun drawn and pointed at my dad. And he said, Rev, give me everything you collected tonight. The congregations gasped in unison. But ironically, I was uncomfortable with the situation, but I wasn't scared. I don't know if being a daddy's girl made me unafraid because I thought my dad was some kind of superhero who could not be harmed by mere bullets. I was puzzled, but not afraid. Really weird when I think back on it now. And my dad began to walk towards the man. And he got close enough to him that his chest was literally pressed against the nose of the gun. And I remember my dad saying, son, you don't want to do this. And then he asked the man, what is going on that you think you need to steal from what these people have offered up to God? The man responded with a firm tone. Look, preacher, I promised my wife we would not put our children to bed hungry another night. My dad, while looking directly in the man's eyes, says, that's my wife and my daughter over there. And before I would put them to bed hungry, I can't promise you I wouldn't do the same thing. And somehow my dad eased the gun out of this man's hand and embraced him with a hug like he had found his long lost brother. And with this man still in his embrace, he began to pray for this man out loud. And he asked the congregation to start praying. As the prayers began to muffle and slowly cease, my dad took a step back from the man. And with one hand on each side of his face, he looked into the man's eyes and said, You or your family will never go hungry again. Welcome to our family. My dad then turned to one of the deacons and told him to take the offering and take this man to the grocery store. And he told him, buy all that that money can buy. 
the congregation without any petition to give more begin to just walk towards the front and begin to add to the offering plate. That man and his family became a long-standing member of our church. So why did God bring this incident to my remembrance? Not because of who my dad was, because as anointed as he was, he was far, far from perfect. I believe God brought this to my remembrance so I could convey this message. When you know who your father is, your spiritual father, you're going to have to sometimes find comfort in some uncomfortable situations. That is the epitome of what real faith is. In Matthew 18, Jesus says, unless you become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. See, the same assurance I had looking on as a gun was pointed at my dad, that childlike confidence that shut down the spirit of fear, that feeling I had in my gut that nothing was going to happen to my dad and that he certainly was not going to allow anything to happen to me or my mom is indicative of the childlike faith we should have in God. When you believe God is your refuge, when you believe his plan is greater and his will will be done, even when you are uncomfortable, your faith in God will shut down the spirit of fear. Understand this, we grow in our uncomfortable situations. It's in our uncomfortable situations where God gets to show that he's God. With sin and Satan running rampant as a believer, with a desire to walk according to the righteousness of God. Can you please tell me how we can walk around without being a little uncomfortable? If you are a child of God and comfortable in the midst of sin and unrighteousness, please email me. I may need to schedule a one-on-one -on -one with you. The bottom line is this. We would not have a need for a savior if things never got uncomfortable. In James 1 verses 2 through 3 it reads, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. The definition of perseverance is to be persistent in doing something despite the difficulties or the delays in the achievement of success. So I say to you this morning, stop complaining about what's uncomfortable in your life and start thanking God for what he has allowed to remain consistently comfortable. Then watch him guide and protect you through the uncomfortable minefield. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. And when you commit to the studying of the Word of God, you lay a path for uncompromised joy. Be blessed.
just tonight. And I, Frank would tell you when I was sick, the Lord touched my body. We don't have him here tonight, but we got James Lord here. And I can tell you, God been good to me. He made a way out of